What's up, everybody? I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast is brought to you by BallWash.com. Guys, uh, if you uh, if you value your uh, your genitals, your testicular region, your family jewels, if you will, uh, you need to find a product that's going to uh, care for them as much as you do um, on a lonely fucking night. I'll say it. I don't give a shit. Nope. Uh, right? Fuck it. I can say it. It'll be okay. Uh, guys, uh, go to bowwash.com, check out their products, check out everything they have available for you. Uh, not only, uh, some nut rubs and creams and powders for your family jewels, but, uh, also they have products for your hair, shampoos, conditioners, they got body scrubbers, they actually have a line of boxers they now have available for you as well. You can buy each product individually or you can buy it in a package. But if you want the best value for you, go ahead and sign up for their little club they got there too where you get some products sent out to you. All of the available uh sales that they have that you decide to purchase things, if you go, I'm like fucking staggering here, Joe. You're doing fine. I don't think so. In my head, it's like, what the fuck you doing, man? <laughs> uh, fill up your cart with all their products. Go to checkout. Use the promo code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. At checkout, save you 15% on your entire order. That's right. Ballwash.com from head to pole, head to toe. Hold. I can't do it, Joe. I can't fucking do this. Head Holy to toe and hold a pole. Thanks, Joe. Get the funk out of your junk. Go to ballwash.com. Promo code FREAKNET. 15% on your final order. Nicely done. It was stuck the land. Stuck the landing. That's all that mattered. Right. You ever it's see just... that video of that gymnast who's like she's doing the balance beam and she slips and falls almost the entire time, but then she sticks the landing at the end? No, but did you ever see the video of the panda who was at the top of the structure and kind of rolled over to relax and ended up falling off the top of it? <laughs> yes, I have seen that. That, that. that was me just now, bud. Uh... You know, I'm I'm, I'm going to put it on karma. It was it's through all those times that I mocked you for your mess ups. It finally got back to me. It came full circle. Happens. It does happen. But that's not our only sponsor. Here is it, Joe. What's that? Oh, it's not our only sponsor. Not that's our only correct, sponsor, Joe. That's right. I would say you know what else happens is sometimes I want to read a book, but I don't want to read. Mm. And so what I do is I go onto my phone and I open up my Audible app, and I have the dulcet tones of a professional reader. Nice. Read the book to me. And it's great because now I can read uh, when I'm watching TV, when I'm playing video games, when I'm driving, and I don't have to take my eyes off of anything that I'm doing. It's 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 freaking fantastic. And if you want to experience that wonderful experience of being read to like you're a little child again, <laughs> listening to your, your grandpa, your grandma, your mom read you a book. Hold on a huh? second, man. When you said child, did you go a little Christopher Walken there? I may have. I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> child. Child again. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt child. you. Child. <laughs> I have bad Christopher Walken. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but the, the moment you said child, I just think of every Christopher Walken impersonation nice. I've ever heard in my life. Crushed it, by the way. Unintentionally. An unintentional Christopher Walken impersonation. Love it. Nice. I think I'll have to go back and listen because I, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I was in the zone, man. I know, right? Maybe I don't want to be alone here in the uh, in the uh, blunders. <laughs> I was hoping maybe we'd traded places and I could do a really good one while you did a really bad one from us. Well, well we did. I talked over <laughs> you like you normally do to me. We literally traded places. Ah, now fair you enough. Ask me for words you can't think of. Yeah. Speaking of words I can't think of, I'm pretty sure that if you wanted to support the show, you could go to audibletrial.com/freaknet. And you'd get uh, you'd get a free 30-day trial of that wonderful experience of being read to, in addition to uh, free credit towards your first book purchase. So that's audibletrial.com slash freaknet. You get a great book. We get a little money. It's a great deal. Head on over there right now, audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Right. It's a win-win for everybody. It really is. Absolutely. And also uh, an awesome win-win as pertains to uh Books being read, stories being read to you by uh, an amazing author, a narrator, if you will. Guys, remember that uh, this freaky show is just around the corner. We're looking at about four weeks, four or five weeks away from uh, 
the return of uh, this freaky show. We've been advertising it uh, over our social media for the last couple of weeks because we really want you guys to realize what we have planned for this coming October. And I, I don't want, I don't, I'm hoping to God I'm not shooting myself in the foot or trying to hype it up for more than what it is. But I'm just so excited for the things that we have planned, not only on this podcast that we're going to do throughout the month of October as this freaky show as I am uh, working with uh, the freak Joe as he comes out of hibernation. Um, but also over on our FreakNet Studios YouTube page, which you can find just by searching FreakNet Studios on YouTube, hitting the bell, notification bell, and make sure you uh, have, like, all notifications on or however YouTube works nowadays to make sure that you get the little, like, hey, something happened. Because me and the Freak Joe are going to be doing our cemetery tours uh, in October. Uh, the overall plan as of right now is to release uh, two tours every single week throughout the month of October. We're hoping to hit at least eight uh, local cemeteries to us. So I'm really excited for that. Um, and obviously, I to me, it's going to be the best for last. I don't know how you feel about cemeteries, Joe, if they're considered a best for last. But we are going to look at Resurrection Cemetery, which is famous for Resurrection Mary, as well as Bachelor's Grove, which is... Uh, at one point was listed and could possibly still be listed as the most haunted cemetery in the country. So I'm um, very excited. Yeah, I'm excited. For that. I mean, there's, there's so many, and we've talked because we talked a lot about this, uh, a little bit on the show and a little bit behind the scenes when we do, because we really don't do a lot of planning for shows and stuff like that. We kind of just like, Hey, let's do this. Sounds good. And let's go with it. Yeah. Uh, which any listener of our show could kind of get that idea just by listening to us. Uh, but this is something that, uh, we're trying to plan as hard as we can because we really want it to be something. And, uh, you know, it's just like, you know, there's a lot of interesting cemeteries in Illinois. Not so much like, you know, the cemetery itself, but some parts of it. Like, uh, the one up, uh, guy, I want to say it's Franklin Park, the one with the, the, uh, circus, uh, kind of section. Oh, I think it's Forest Park. That's one of Forest Park. By where I used to live. Yes. Uh, from the, uh, from that train accident that happened with that circus, uh, many, many, many years ago. Uh, so we're, that's one of the places we're projected to check out. There's another one out in Oxyville, Illinois, Aurora, uh, obviously Resurrection Cemetery and Justice, Bachelor's Grove in Midlothian, and then obviously a couple others, uh, spread throughout that entire thing. Really excited to do it. I know the freak Joe's excited to do it because that's, it's the freak Joe. He's into shit. You know, yeah. he's excited for stuff. Um, but as well as reading, the uh, stories that are created for him to read um, as uh, one of the one of the uh, stories that's going to be read was uh, created by uh, the host of Doug Gray area, Sarge. Uh, if you guys have had a chance to check him out, make sure you do. Uh, his podcast is along with us and Just Freak Wrestling, part of Freak Night Studios. Uh, make sure you check him out. His podcast is on every platform we're on. So, uh, he submitted a story. I've read it. It's awesome. I'm excited for the Freak Joe to read it. So, that's going to be part of it uh, as well. I, there, there's a story I wrote, but every day that goes by since I read it, I hate it more and more because I'm very, like, anal about the shit I think is good. But we'll see. Um, but October's going to be really good. I'm really excited for it. I'm hoping uh, you guys enjoy everything we do. Uh, just kind of a plan of how we're going to work everything. And hopefully you guys get to enjoy uh, enjoy as much as we do. Uh, about uh, three weeks from now, we're going to have our 200th episode here on this freaking show. Uh, we're going to do the Ask Us Anythings, where you can ask me and Cartoon Joe uh, any questions you like. Uh, within reason, obviously. Nothing that shows up on credit, uh, credit card applications and mortgages and shit like that. Keep it away from like the real personal shit. But advice and opinions and stuff like that are welcomed. Um, obviously, if you listened to last week's show... You kind of heard my little spiel on what I was freaking thinking. Questions like that is ignorant. Try to avoid stuff like that. But if you do want to ask me a political question, feel free to do so. Just don't ask me about why I'm too much of a coward to do something because that's not the case. I just know how to not piss people off, and I try to avoid doing that as much as possible. Um, but we do have something that we're going to do that's kind of fan fiction-ish here in a little bit that are probably going to piss off some fans uh, just based on the fan fiction that we have. Um, more MCU-related fans. Not our fans, because our fans are amazing. That's true. Bro. Shit, Joe! Oh, yeah. this one I want to tell you. Let me tell you about the panic attack I had three days ago. Oh, no. Yeah, please tell right? me. Right? Such a panic attack, a, a piece of paper just fell off my desk. 
pretty sure this house is haunted. Anyways, so, uh, Sunday night, I'm yes. laying in bed, and I do what I do every night before I go to bed. I go on the Podbean, check the downloads, check where it's coming from and stuff like that, seeing how the shows are doing, because I'm, I'm you know, like that. Because our fan base has grown pretty well uh, over the past couple months, and I do appreciate the new followers and new listeners of the show. Thank you for being here. We do appreciate it. Uh Keep uh, keep doing that for us. I do appreciate. Uh, you know the number of followers we had. It's like uh, it was like over nine hundred and forty something followers when I checked it on Saturday. Nice. Guess what the number was on Sunday? Fourteen six. No, lost my shit. I'm laying there in bed. It's like eleven thirty at night. I'm looking at it and it says following eight followers six. I'm like that can't be right. So I fucking, I, I, I close out, I go back in, followers six, I'm like, no fucking way. So I go onto my desktop and pull it up, followers fucking six, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I go onto the app, the Podbean app, and I search us, it says followers fucking six, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this? I go on Just Freaking Wrestling's Podbean, it's all there, 800 or whatever fucking followers we have, that, that was fucking fine. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this freaking show? That we yeah. go from 940 to six. Yeah. So. I emailed this girl at Podbean, and shout out to Shannon at Podbean. Thank you for helping me out here and helping me kind of keep my cool because she used the exclamation points in the best ways possible. So I emailed her, and I said, good evening, Shannon. Travesty here from this freaking show. Uh, Quick question. I had 940 followers yesterday. Now I only have six. I don't think everyone abandoned me, but what's going on? If there's any way you can tell me. I'm kind of losing my mind here. To what she responds the next morning at like 5 a.m. Nice. Awesome. Fucking awesome. To her response was, good morning, Travis. That is alarming. Exclamation point. Please contact this email. He had this, this, and this. He'll be able to help you out. And first off, I love the fact that she gave me a direct email to somebody, not just a please call an 800 IT number. Fucking nice. phenomenal. Appreciate it. Plus, the exclamation point made me feel a little bit more like she cared. Luckily, I didn't have to use the number. I checked it the uh, I checked it Monday morning, and the number went back to normal. So I'm not sure what the fuck happened, but it scared me for the time that I saw it to the time when I finally went to bed after crying. Freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, I bet. That's incre- it's crazy. Yeah. But we are close to 950 followers, so I do appreciate that. So thank you guys for your continued support. Our downloads are up uh, more and more every single week, and it's all because of you guys, and we appreciate that so much. And that's why we love doing the content and stuff like this for you, uh, doing the uh, doing the YouTube stuff with our diet vlogs and everything, which make sure you check out this week's vlog um, as we talk about our new uh, – Diet journey, not so much a challenge, not so much a testing. Uh, Cartoon Joe uh, decided that he wants to do the Mediterranean diet. I decided I want to stick to the keto diet, which I started today on September 1st as we record here. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I actually feel more comfortable in where I'm at. This, I mean, nice. I love I love where I'm at right now. I'm using the Fitness Pal app, which I'm keeping track of my macros and the calories and everything. I only went over, and I, I think I said like 1,900 calories. Which is pretty fucking low, but Travis needs to lose fucking weight. Um, so I only went over 10 calories today, so I'm okay nice. with that. So I'm happy with that. I'm drinking my water. I think I'm on, uh, uh, number seven of my 32 ounces. So nice. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm using my Fitbit app. I got my yoga mat and everything set up in the, uh, in the guest room so I can do my workouts. Uh, everything's going good. I'm, I'm very excited. I had a couple job, uh, job interviews and stuff last week. You know, I, I, I can, I can talk about this later. This is what I'm freaking thinking about. Let's talk about it later. Nice. Um, <laughs> but make sure you check out our vlog and everything over on the Freaking Studios page. Um, uh, again, like and subscribe to, uh, the page so you can check out the vlogs as we go through our diet journeys as well as getting set up for October. So we have our video tours of the cemeteries with me and the Freak Joe, uh, coming up here in October. Joe, what uh, what, what what freaking happened this week? Yes, let me tell you. Ooh, excuse me. Sorry, I got distracted there. Whew. Burp, I, I feel, a, a I feel a lot of boiled up from like the hell of my belly. It was weird. <laughs> it really shocked me. I, I was I was very surprised. Um, September first, nineteen seventy-two, Bobby Fischer became a world chess champion. 
Nice. Uh, so American Bobby Fischer becomes the world chess champion in Reykjavik, Iceland, defeating Boris Spassky. Great name. Sounds like someone who could live in uh, the south suburbs uh, of the Soviet Union. He had become the youngest United States junior chess champion at 13 years old, followed by the U.S. championship at 14, and many consider him to be one of the greatest natural talent chess players ever. I believe there's a movie about him, for that matter. Yes. Yeah. So definitely low-key a person I wanted to be when I grew up, when I was little. But it turns out I'm not a natural talent at chess. So. It's okay, man. You're good yeah, it's fine. Things. Yeah, you're good I'm naturally talented at other things. It turns out, you know what I learned this weekend is that I'm naturally talented at shuffleboard. Really? Yep. Uh, that's right. You got a shuffleboard out at the bachelor party. Yep. Yep. And uh, let me tell you, I've never felt more affirmed in my uh, identity as a person who has always just wanted to just skip right to being a grandfather. Uh, was there any point in your mind where you're like, I could be an athlete. I'm a fucking jock. Oh, in my life? No. Mm-mm. No, like, no, shuffleboard. This shuffleboard moment. Oh, yeah. There were a couple of moments where I was like, huh, a sport I can do. Right? Like, all of a sudden, like, I think I want to start Jock Cast Live. Yeah. Well, it, it was the nicest thing. Not the nicest thing. It's the, it's the best. It's the biggest sports compliment I've ever received in my entire life. <laughs> uh, Nico from Geek Cast Live said, he's like an artist and the shuffleboard Court is his painting, is his canvas. And I was like, that's very kind of you. That's very nice. Did you bro hug? You, should, you, you better bro no, hug. No, we were on, we were on opposite sides of the. Oh, the, gotcha. He was my, he was my team, my partner. Gotcha. So, but we won. And that's kind of like a bro hug. That, so. that's, that's the, that's the, the epitome of what a bro hug is. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it's, it's the perfect socially distanced bro hug is. There you go. Winning at a social di- socially distanced sport. Right. <laughs> uh, what about you? What have you got to tell us about that freaking uh, happened? Well, let me tell you what freaking happened this week, Joe, and this is actually perfect. I love finding events that are concurrent with things we're doing on the show. So, in September 1st, 1807, the first arrest of a U.S. vice president. Wow. Former vice president Aaron Burr is acquitted of treason against the United States President Thomas Jefferson and ordered his arrest. Uh, Burr had previously served as Vice President under Jefferson. Burr was accused of trying to create an independent country in the center of North America, including the southwestern U.S. and parts of Mexico. Burr claims that he was just trying to farm 40,000 acres in the Texas Territory that had been leased to him by the Spanish Crown. He had organized an armed militia of about 60 men. Historians still debate Burr's true intentions. During his vice presidency in 1804, Burr killed former Secretary of the Treasury, Alexander Hamilton, in a duel. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't know that about Texas. Go on, sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he do with a fucking weirdo, man. I think I listened to a podcast about him. Uh, like somebody like how like he went nuts and like left the country and then came back and I, it's just like goofy fucking shit. I could be getting mixed up with somebody else. They were all kind of weird back then. Yeah, that's true. Well, they didn't have Netflix. That's true. That's true. There's no Hulu in 1807. No Google. No, not not a Yahoo to be seen. Right. Anyways, uh, the way the, the reason I say I love how this is uh, pertinent to what we're doing here on the show. It's because if you guys remember from last week, we have our POTUS Beatdown 2020 bracket and who is the most badass president we ever had. Uh, we created a bracket last week. This week, uh, we'll be releasing the first grouping of one on one battles. And it's going to be up to you guys to uh, decide on who you think would win those fights. Uh, we got the first four of the first section. Uh, me and Cartoon Joe are trying to find the best way to do this. And I think the best way we found it is to do the polls and stuff through our Facebook page. Now, I got to look at it a little bit more because as uh, we're kind of going through this, I was realizing that Facebook stories, even though they have polls, only last 24 hours. So I'm going to try to figure out if maybe like I'll just set up a bunch of different polls on our page and make them last for like the week or something like that, 
or I could just put them on the story consistently every single day from now until next week. So um, check the Facebook page. Again, this freaking show. Go ahead and uh, make sure you like our page so you can follow it. Check the stories and everything. The polls will be up there starting um, on September 2nd as we release this show. And then they'll be on there throughout the week uh, up until uh, next next Monday, which is, what, September 8th? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Oh, all right. So make sure you go on there. Make sure you vote because your votes are going to help us determine this bracket. We want you to get your guys' opinion on it. And, yeah, me and Cartoon Joe are going to give our views and uh, you know express our interest on there. And we, too, would vote. But we're not going to vote until you guys do. And then, who knows, maybe one of our votes will be a deciding factor or be a tie, and we'll have to make an ultimate tiebreaker or something like that. But your guys' votes are going to matter in this. Uh, the first set of uh, of battles going on, you're going to see Theodore Roosevelt take on William H. Harrison, Martin Van Buren taking on William McKinley, Chester Arthur taking on Grover Cleveland, and Ulysses S. Grant taking on Benjamin Harrison. So... Um, those will be posted up again on September 2nd in the morning, the same day that this show is going to get released. So as soon as you're done listening to the show, you can hop on over to the uh, Facebook page and uh, select your votes. They'll also be uh, posted on the FreakNet Studios page as well, so make sure you like that one too. So, uh, Joe, is there anything I'm missing before we dive into our main topic for the day? I don't think so. Excellent. Okay. Um, guys, if, uh, obviously, uh, a huge, uh, uh, how do you, how do you express this show? Condolences. Mm. Is that what I want to go for? I don't know. How about you do it, Joe? (laughs) Yeah. So you're you're better articulated with mm, words like that. Yeah. So this week, um, we lost maybe one of the the greatest heroes of the uh the last few years um in terms of of you know movies and and pop culture and things and uh um just a a person who played a character that was that was hugely important to so many people who who all they've wanted their whole lives is a superhero who looks like them and um he delivered in a big way um and that was uh, it was Chadwick Boseman as as Black Panther um, in the, in the Marvel universe, Marvel cinematic universe. Mm -hmm. And, um, he was so incredible in the role. We, we loved watching him. Um, the movie was in theaters for like a year and a half. I don't know if that's true, but it it felt like a year and a half. Um, and that's pre COVID. So that could have been like six months. Yeah. You know, (laughs) now it's like two weeks, but, uh, anyway, um, you know, I mean, he was, he's, he died of colon cancer and, um, I, I don't want to glamorize, you know, fighting through your illness, but he went out of his way as, as an actor to visit kids in cancer wards. And, um, he never mentioned his own disease. He just, he just tried to make people happy and he tried to do what he could to deliver the best roles possible for himself. You know what I mean? The best acting he could do. And, um, uh, just a, an enormous hero to so many people, um, and and a wonderful actor, wonderful soul, and uh, died at 43. So uh, we want to we want to offer our, our deepest condolences to the uh, to his family, to his fans, um, and uh, yeah. And then we've got it's not I don't know if we want to call it a game per se, but a little little discussion on uh, on what the MCU should do next um, in regards to the character. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, just to kind of touch on, like, how you're talking about, like, I mean, it was, it was one of those, uh, like, big moments for the fact that I, and I could be wrong, but I could have sworn I was explained this at one point, is that him going into the MCU, like, I mean, he was the first African American hero to have a movie based on him. Yep. Now, I mean, obviously there was Falcon, who was part of, like, uh, Captain America and stuff like that, but it was a movie that was solely based on, uh, on um, a, a country in Africa and all this stuff, and it was an amazing movie. Uh, Michael B. Jordan played Killmonger in it, uh, and so many amazing female actors uh, in there as well. Um, but even beyond the fact that uh, he did, like, this groundbreaking uh, character uh, in Marvel, 
Uh, one of my favorite movies of him was when he played Jackie Robinson in the movie 42. I haven't uh, seen that yet, but I bet it's just tremendous. It's a, it's a great movie. And if, uh, if you guys don't know Jackie Robinson, he was the first African American to play, uh, in baseball. Uh, he was, uh, picked up, uh, the, uh, was it the Brooklyn Giants? Brooklyn Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers. Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. Brooklyn Dodgers, uh, picked, uh, picked him up from, uh, the Negro League, uh, to play. And that broke open so many other people to come in to uh, baseball and completely change it to what you're seeing today. Uh, so he, he, I mean, he when he does a role, he finds the one that has the most passion behind it, whether it be Black Panther, whether it be Jackie Robinson, and he crushes it. Uh, so if you haven't had a chance yet, check out 42, check out Black Panther. Uh, just see how this guy portrays these characters and everything, because... When you want to see a guy put passion into what he does, he does it every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we are going to play kind of a – yeah, I don't know if you want to call it a game. Uh, I'm going to call it a game just until I figure out another word. Um, obviously, there was talks about a sequel to Black Panther. I haven't looked into their idea going forward now because of it. But um, there was a lot of fan uh, discussions about what to do with the character now. A majority of it was um, having his sister kind of take over the uh, the mantle. Uh, there we go. I was, I was just going to ask you, what word am I thinking of that starts with an M? Thank you. Wow. Uh, as Black Panther, which couldn't agree more. Awesome idea. But I want to go a little bit into that idea, and I have uh, I have a few ideas here of people who could take over for Black Panther. Now. Don't know how it would work. Um, obviously, you'd have to explain the loss of the original Black Panther. So, but I have uh, let's see here. One, um, I don't know. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six different alternatives here. Um, so, Joe, I'm gonna give you an alternative uh, person to portray Black Panther. And I would like a pro, and I would like a con for both. Okay. Why? Why it'd be a great idea? Why this wouldn't be the best idea? Sure. Right. It, it's just all about being impartial. Because obviously, honestly, in my mind, all these ideas are great ideas. I'm going to tell you right now, at least two of them I've seen online. The rest of them I believe I've never seen. So if it's my idea first, I want to hear the pros and cons of it. All right. right. So I'm going to go with the, the the first one. The biggest one that's mentioned is Black Panther being portrayed by uh, uh, his sister. Uh, oh, wait. Is Shuri his sister? I think it's Shuri. Shuri. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, my bad. I just put names here, and I'm trying to – okay, I, I got everyone right. So uh, Shuri, his sister, biggest one, pros and cons about her taking over the mantle of Black Panther. Um, I'm not going to give lots of pros and cons for any of these, I don't think. But my, my biggest pro is that she, um, she makes the most sense character wise. She's already, um, she would be next in line for the throne in theory. Um, she's already basically the, uh, the, the, I mean, but sorry, Wakanda doesn't do hereditary heirs like that. They, you have to fight for it and prove that you're strong enough to be the Black Panther. But, I do think she makes the most sense. I do think that she would have learned from her brother and, and, um, with her technology and stuff, she might be able to pull something off. Um, and so that, that would be a, a big pro would be that she is the logical conclusion as, uh, the, the sibling of, of the previous king. Mm-hmm. The con would be, uh, she's not really a warrior. She's a scientist. Yeah. Um, she, she would have to probably use technology, which would be some kind of cheating. Um, you know, they, they don't really use, they use the, the like swords and shields to fight. Um, if I remember correctly in the movie, um, uh, if there's any challenge, but maybe because of the, you know, however they plan his death, uh, maybe they won't have the challenge, you know, maybe no one will challenge her. So I don't know. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can, I can see that. And, um, I don't, I don't know much about, um, because I mean I know I know the females are the guards to um Wakanda, you know, the yeah. the king of Wakanda. Um do they uh utilize the fruit that he eat or uh God, what is what is that the flower or whatever? The flower. 
do they eat that to get any type of power, or that's just all skill on their end? I believe it's just all skill on their end. Okay. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. I think pro, it's a legacy thing. It's a heritage thing. Uh, you could do a storyline where there's a vengeance thing about a sibling, you know, avenging their, their fallen, uh, brother. Uh, but yeah, Khan, I think, I think the only Khan I could think of, you know, along with the scientist thing, is she already created herself to be such a character. It would just be overmasked by just putting her into something different. Yeah. Um, I think, I think she created a whole, world that a whole following of her own of who she is her attitude her character and stuff like that um i think it would just be overmasked by it being black panther i think just leaving them separated it still gives her an identity as uh shuri the scientist in wakanda nice uh next one i have uh also seen online is uh killmonger um i think i'd go first on this one if that's okay yeah please do cool thanks uh killmonger works just because he, he he is a warrior, he has right before he died, there was a sense of pride he had for Wakanda watching, like you know the the moon go down every or the sun go down. Uh, he has the ability to be in combat. Obviously, I mean he doesn't even need the fruit or the flower to do what he's capable of doing. Uh, trained uh, in the military and everything like that, uh, and I believe that. There's a possibility where if he became Black Panther, he could be one of the most powerful guys to be Black Panther, you know, right next to, you know, T'Challa. And I think there would be a nice little plot twist into the story to where, you know, the guy who was killed by Black Panther is now taken up the mantle because of that. The only con is now you have to explain how he's going to come back to life. I know there's a lot of speculation that he is alive. Uh, I think if he really is alive somewhere in a prison somewhere, I think, okay, you kind of explained that. But if he really is dead, now he's got to figure out how are you going to bring him back to life and what's going to bring him back to life. Because granted, now he's, you know, because you have to look at the fact that Black Panther happened a couple years before Infinity Wars, which happened, what, seven years before um, uh, End Games. So right. if he is dead, he's been dead for about nine years now. I mean, I, I get that it's all fantasy and people can make things work. But keep the realism there. Like, if he's dead for nine years, you gotta explain him coming back. It's not so much, you know, digging up the body and re-energizing him. Which again, possibility, but in my mind, it'd just be a zombie. So, maybe getting the Infinity Stones back, but we've seen how, how big of a movie that had to be for that to happen. But, I think he'd be one of the coolest ones. I'd probably put him at the top of the list of possibilities, but at the same time, the fact that he died, it kind of get away, so gets away from that, but. Nice. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. I think um, there is something fitting about it and, you know, maybe something in the way that he came back. Um, you know, one, one of the things that made the Black Panther such a uh, an important and, and powerful hero in his story arc was that he listened to Killmonger's complaints and said, OK, from now on, we're going to change how we do things because he was right. You know, yeah. we we shouldn't have been so isolationist. And so um, I actually think that that would be a really powerful thing. Maybe he would say, OK. Maybe I can go back and do it the way that that um, T'Challa uh, would have done it. You know, um, mm-hmm. maybe we don't arm people and and do a violent revolution everywhere and just you know switch the order of oppression. Maybe we'll we'll just help everybody. You know, uh, 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 tide rises all boats type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I do think that would be a really cool point for his character. I completely agree. Um, and then I completely agree with your, the con, you know, how do you bring him back to life? And he had such a satisfying death. There's no like good way to bring him back. That's going to be story wise, very satisfying. I don't think. Yeah. Hypothetically, let's say that they decide to go with the Killmonger, uh, scenario. Does that mean Killmonger's completely wiped out of MCU because he's now officially Black Panther? Or does he take over as King of Wakanda as Killmonger? Like I guess student, he would like the suit and all. Yeah, I, I assume he would take over as Killmonger, okay. suit and all. I mean, he, I, he'd probably he would be the Black Panther because that's the title. But yeah, I mean, he'd yeah. be. I assume he'd be dressed like like Killmonger, sort of like um, uh, there are some versions of the the comic book where Bucky Barnes takes over as as the Winter Soldier takes over as Captain America, mm-hmm. and the only difference in the way that he dresses is instead of the Soviet star, he has the um the Captain America shield on his arm. 
Joe, I'm glad you brought up the Winter Soldier because that was my next one. Oh, nice. Uh, and this one's completely me. Uh, I haven't seen this anywhere, but I think I have some good ideas about it. Uh, Black Panther portrayed by Winter Soldier. You want me to go first? I could go first if you like. I would like you to go first. Cause I don't want to. I, I don't want to pop your balloon. No, it's no problem, it, dude. If we have the same idea, we're on the same fucking page. Um, I think pro. I think because he is a soldier, because he's such a good friend to people, he would want to repay the Black Panther for all the good that he did for him. You know, trying to get his mind back right and everything. That if something, if they were to do some kind of storyline where Black Panther was betrayed by somebody. And they needed a warrior to defend that. They would find the, what they call him? The white, what? Uh, the white wolf, I believe. The white wolf. Uh, they would summon the white wolf to come back and say, listen, we need help with this. We never dealt with anything like this, blah, blah. And Bucky being who he is would want to honor, you know, T'Challa for what he did, did for him and take up the mantle of Black Panther. And I'm not saying permanently, but at least for the time being until I think at the very end of the movie, he offers it up to somebody else. But I think if they were to make a movie, I think it would be cool for Winter Soldier to take it up just because it gives a different twist to it. Um, I think the con of it is it's it's an outsider from Wakanda. It's not it's not blood, it's not heritage, it's not the community, it's somebody completely outside, granted that they know him, but to sit there and say, like, you know, we're giving you the ability to, you know, <clears throat> I mean, he doesn't need the flower. But can you imagine if he took the flower, being on that serum and the flower else. at the same time? Man, but, and I don't know. I don't know how those how those charms work, if it's a spiritual thing based on Wakanda, if you need to be a Wakanda blood to in order to do it. Um, so I think there's a lot of, like, kind of like, okay, why put it in? And, yeah, I, 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 yeah. So that that's just my biggest thing, just him not being from Wakanda. to be a heritage thing dispute that I think wouldn't really work for him. Yeah, I do think that that's there's a little bit of uh that's almost a pro to me, um just in terms of like seeing the effect that T'Challa had on Wakanda in terms of opening things up and and being less less xenophobic, less isolationist, mm. and being able to say you know hey you know we got this guy we welcomed him into the community he became a part of the community so much so that we consider him to be one of us so if he wants to try for it he's welcome to try. Um, I think that's a, that's a really neat concept. Um, my con for it is like, um, you know, it's, it, it's less to do with the movie universe and more to do with the politics of, of the, our real world. And that but is, a white you, just, guy, yeah. you can't have a white guy in that role. It just wouldn't be right. You know, Yeah. <laughs> that's, no, that's really my only con though. I do think it would be a really interesting story and, and the way that you laid it out actually kind of sold me on it. Yeah. Yeah, as I, as I said, I mean, like, I, I think it'd be a cool concept for him to do it, like, maybe at the beginning, but at the end of it, I mean, like I said, you know, at the end when he, compl- when he, when he vanishes, you know, vanquishes any villain or whoever did what they did to T'Challa, you know, hand the charm or something to, you know, uh, Shuri or, you know, whoever else or the yep. next person I do have on the list here, uh, Wakabi, the, yes. uh, leader, of, the leader of the, uh, you know, the mountain people, whoever the hell they are. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. I, Think of them as the gorilla people for whatever reason. That's probably not right. Huh? Uh, well, I mean, their 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 like home thing is like a big gorilla head. Yeah. Yeah. So border tribe. It just says here. Bo- yeah, border Good tribe. Um, pros and cons of Wakabi. Yeah. So I I think the pro uh, he almost he almost won the mantle from T'Challa. Yeah. Um, and I I think that that's really a, a kind of a powerful argument for for him taking it up i also think you know if you look at what happened all throughout the movie he he was really a very strong candidate for being a runners-up uh the, the runner-up i should say mm-hmm. um and i really I, I i like him i think he has wakanda's best interests at heart i think he's he's a solid character to take up the role um my only sort of hesitation is that he didn't win it the first time and so i don't know that as a character he'd be willing to try a second time um, cause he, even, even when it's offered to him in the movie, he, you know, he doesn't seem to be as interested in it as you would think he would be. And so it's like, it's yeah. a question of, you know, would he do it because it's his duty? I think so. But does he want it? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. No, so. same, I'm same page on that fact. Uh, yes, he, he, he did step up to T'Challa to take, you know, 
take the Black Panther name and everything, ultimately lose him. But I mean, he he almost did it. You know, there was a, I mean, there was a moment where if you didn't know what the movie was about, you could have thought to yourself, "Holy shit!" You know, this guy could win. <clears throat> but the negative is like he did have an opportunity to eat the flower and take on Killmonger himself. Now, whether he decided not to do it because he felt it wasn't his own battle, or he just felt that, like, you know, there's a little bit of T'Challa still around, I could still do it. Um, obviously, they grew a great relationship over the movie, uh, over the, you know, the following Avengers movies as well, to, like, maybe, like, you know, for him to step up to do that, probably wouldn't feel right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it, I, I think out of all of these, cause I, I do have one more, I actually have two more. Um, I think out of all these, he'd probably be the best bet to accept it if needed. Like, yeah, you know, I do like agree it, with that. Like, I think, like, I think if asked, anybody would want to do it, but I think if there was, if there was somebody who had to do it, I think he would be the best option for it. Cause I mean, he, he's a beast. He's a big fucking dude. You know, and you, it's just like Winter Soldier. You give him that flower, he'll fuck shit up. Right? Absolutely. Um, next person I have on the list here, uh, is, uh, the, uh, the, the, I want to say, like, the head guard, uh, the captain or lieutenant colonel, I don't know what her title was, uh, Nakia. Mm hmm. Uh, I mean, prose is just her findability alone. Absolutely. Um, I'm assuming, and, uh, cause again, I don't know, I don't know how that flower reacts, if it reacts to both men and women. I don't know if it's just a man thing, if it's a flower affects women too, because I don't remember anything in the movie that talks about a woman taking it. Yeah, it doesn't even seem to be an option, which is interesting. Thing. Yeah. Because like, I mean, realistically, and it's just like my thought is, couldn't the guard have taken the flower in the first one? Unless she felt that maybe she couldn't compete with Killmonger. I don't know. Um, right. So I'm going to go off the basis that the flower works for everybody. Uh, her findability is fucking amazing. She definitely holds her own in not only the Infinity Wars battle, but also in the Endgames battle and even in Black Panther itself when she ended up having to fight the border uh, tribe or uh, whatever, whatever tribe her uh, husband or boyfriend was like leading. Uh, really great. Uh, I think the only con I would have to say to look at the story itself, and nothing against her, but she's a guard, not so much a legacy or a leader, so I don't know if that opportunity would ever be awarded to her. I'm just thinking of, like, a tribe aspect of it. Yeah, and I think, um, are you, are you finished? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Okay, because I, I agree with that, and I just wanted to kind of leap off of it. Um, that's, that's kind of one of my cons, too, is, like, She's already, because of her role as the guard, she's kind of already in charge of the military, you know. And and I think she got a, a slight promotion um, at a minimum in terms of, uh, you know, when when they uh, ousted her husband um, because she she's she's wholeheartedly devoted to Wakanda. Um, and so, but but I do think that there is an issue of you know combining the power of the throne with the power of the military. You know, it's, 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 it's a temptation to power that I don't think she'd want, but it would make an interesting story, I think. Um, yeah. Now, but I, then I do think the, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was trying to remember, like, the moment in Infinity War after, uh, Thanos snapped his fingers. I'm trying to remember what he said to her, and the, I, I think he said general. If well, I'm not mistaken. Did. But, like, I remember, like, he didn't say her name. It's not like he said Nakia. I thought he says like general or something like I like his her title because gotcha. because it, it kind of triggered in my head the moment you said that she got like a promotion, which makes a lot of sense. Like he, I think he said like get up general or something like that. So gotcha. I honestly I think, don't remember, but yeah, now it's gonna bug me. I'm gonna have to watch Infinity Wars tonight. Oh darn! Right. But yeah, but I do think the pro is she she's so wholeheartedly devoted to Wakanda. She would absolutely do that if she was called upon yep. it. Um. And it would be an interesting push and pull between her old job and her new job. And does she, you know, um, how does she, how do you, how does the transition of power happen? Who's the second in command in the military? So who mm -hmm. hand it off to, um, you know, I, I think there's, there's a lot there. That could be a really interesting story. All of these are really interesting stories to me so far. Right. Right. Cause they're all possible. Yeah. The last one I have is my least favorite, but I had to throw it on there because it is the the, the age of technology we're in. Uh, yeah. Black Panther portrayed with CGI. Um, 
I think it's awesome because you get to keep the character, you get to keep the appearance of uh, uh, Bozeman in the uh, in the in the movie. Um, I don't like it. That's my con. I just I don't like the idea of like uh, what the hell is CGI stand for? Like computerized graphic um, something. Uh, computer generated inter- images. Thank you. I don't like the idea of that. Like when they did that for Fast and Furious with um, I can't remember his name either, but the uh, actor. Yeah, Paul Walker. It was one of the things that when you hear that they did it, and maybe it's just me, I can't speak for everybody who listened to Fast and Furious, but when they said these are the scenes that Paul Walker were in, these are the scenes that they CGI'd, and these are the scenes that his brother played, which his brother and him looked very similar. Um, I was looking for that stuff. And once you realize it's there, it's hard to unsee it. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to go through an entire, which Disney has a lot of fucking money. So if anyone could do a CGI movie where the main character is CGI'd in it the entire time, then hey, good for them. But to me, I just don't think it would look as good as if somebody else uh, took over the mantle of uh, Black Panther. Now, the only downfall to any other option but CGI, you know, I'll explain that afterwards. So, yeah, go ahead. What's your pros and cons about CGI? Yeah, I, I agree with you. The The pro is you get you get to keep the character. He gets to continue to live on. Um, even though he's gone. And there are, there are some characters I would love to actually see that with, like Grand Moff Tarkin from Star Wars, or, um, even, even Carrie Fisher. I think the, um, uh, the, that final movie would have been a lot better if they had just deep faked her all the way through, mm-hmm. um, and, and not tried to just use footage and cut it together, um, kind of poorly. Um, yeah. but I, but I also think that, like, you, you, with with Carrie Fisher, there's such a backlog of information about her. You know what I mean? Like she she was an actress in Hollywood for decades. So there's a lot that you can do to kind of keep the character alive without dishonoring the actress or the character. Um, but with Chadwick Boseman, I mean, he wasn't he just wasn't around that long. You know, I don't know that he had decades of work to fall back on that you could really honor the character with. Um, and I really think that. Uh, that makes it tough. I, I and I, I do think, especially with how quickly it all happened, and with how people feel about it, uh, the deep fakes. I, I know I'm in the minority of people who think that deep fakes could be used, um, this way. Uh, a lot of people really hate the idea, and um, I get it. I understand why they hate it. Um, and and with somebody who is this beloved, um, it's much harder. Yeah, and it. It's it's going to be one of those things, too, like, if they decide to go, like, the CGI route, is you can only do it for so long. You can't yeah. make an entire Black Panther 2 movie with it to make it look like it's, you know, like, perfect in any way. Because, again, people are going to notice. And right. then eventually, what are you going to do with them? You're going to have to end his story at some point. Right. You know, and so I don't like the CGI idea. Um, the, only, the, only, the only alternative to it is that... You're going to have to explain how Black Panther died, right? And I don't, I don't know the whole story about the flower thing. I don't know what happens if, because I, again, I'm trying to remember this shit, and I probably should watch the movie before we this, but whatever. But is there a healing aspect to the to the flower? Like, I if think he gets shot, does he die? Um, I think he would. He would die. Okay. Um, it's it's a lot like the super soldier serum, I believe. Um, but his, so, um, when his father died in Captain America Civil War, mm-hmm. um, he, he had the Black Panther serum in him. His father was Black Panther before him. And so, uh, the only thing that, that Chadwick Boseman, that, uh, that T'Challa had in Civil War was the suit. He didn't have the, uh, the serum in him yet at that point, as far as I know. Gotcha. I, I forgot that the dad... Wait, did the dad have the flower in him? Yep. Are you I believe sure? so. I could Are be wrong, sure? but I'm pretty sure. I'm going to have to look into that. Because the thing is, I would assume that if he already took up the mantle of Black Panther, only one person could could uh, enhance, could utilize the power of the fruit. Or the flower. I don't want to keep wanting to call it a fruit. Anyways, um... I think they're all good ideas except for CGI. Now, Joey, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a scenario. All right. All right. End the games. Snap the finger. World, you know, 
everyone, the population comes back and shit and blah, blah, blah. Let's say hypothetically something goes wrong and Ulysses Cloud comes back. Okay. Beginning, movie begins. He was able to sneak into uh, Wakanda because Wakanda's opened up now. He found a way in because obviously you've got in there before. Right. He killed the Black Panther. All right. Now, who out of this list are you giving the Black Panther mantle to? If you had to decide out of these five people or CGI, if you feel to be that kind of person, who do you, who do you think is the best option? Or if you think there's somebody that I didn't mention, please feel free to mention it, but who, who takes over? Man. My, my, I hate going with my gut, but I gotta go with my gut. My gut says Wakabi. Wakabi? Yep. Yep. Like I'd, I'd love to see all, lots of other people on this list make it in, but I, my gut says Wakabi. Okay. I want to pick Killmonger, even though the idea of him coming back to life is ridiculous. I love Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, that's fair. He's excellent. Here's a thought for you. Claw comes back. He has an army. You stick uh, Wakabi and uh, Winter Soldier into uh, Black Panther uh, outfits, uniforms, okay. whatever you want to call Yeah, them. yeah. Still not enough. They go down to a holding cell, and there's Killmonger fucking chilling. Ask him for help, and he agrees to us. And I got three Black Panthers to take on Klaus' army. Nice. Right? I'd be into that. Right. I do like the idea of Killmonger doing it if you only had to choose one, just because I love Michael B. Jordan, and I think him dying off in the in the first MCU movie he's a part of, not a big fan of. It was um, a real bummer. Yeah. Awesome actor. If you ever had a chance to see the Creed movies, those are fucking phenomenal. He does such a great job in them. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to see Killmonger come back. But yeah, I agree with you, too. I think Wakabi would have been a great uh, alternative if needed. Um, and it's also one of the things, like, when you look at this stuff, it's like Wakabi could take up the mantle of Black Panther and maybe, you know, for the first part of it to avenge, you know, T'Challa. But at the end, he realizes he wants to go back to his own tribe and lead his own tribe. He has his own people. So he decides he doesn't want to be it anymore and he hands it off to his, uh, to, uh, Shuri because of the bloodline. Or, you know, he, you know, Mm-hmm. Not really, not really, after that, not, I can think of many different possibilities of somebody temporarily doing it, like Winter Soldier, like Killmonger, like Wakabi. Um, but there's also the possibility that Nakia could do it. Any one of these guys, any one of these uh, characters would be a phenomenal Black Panther. I agree. Yeah. 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 So I'm hoping they do come out with the Black Panther movie, and I hope they do uh, find a way to do justice to uh, to Chaz Bozeman, both as a person and as the uh the character he brought to life mm-hmm. uh, and find a way to make the end of that character relevant. Yeah. You know, because there there needs to there needs to be an ending to him. There, yeah, there has to be just, some kind of ending, yeah. Not to not to not to bring up uh Star Wars again, but like you can't just put him under a sheet and have him turn into a force ghost or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like Well it's it's like even with um oh god with the the curious case of Dr. Panassus or whatever that movie was. Oh, the the movie that. the movie uh, Heath Ledger was working on when he died. Oh, okay. They're gonna cancel the movie, but instead, Colin Farrell, Johnny Depp, and uh, Jude Law decided to find a way to make that movie work. So now, every time Heath Ledger's character, which they shot all the current the current time stuff at once, and they're gonna do all like the alternative reality flashback stuff differently. But every time Heath Ledger's character jumped to a different reality, it turned into Colin Farrell. The next one turned into Johnny Depp. The next one turned into Jude Law. I don't think any of the guys in uh, Dr. Panassa's movie uh, took any money for the work that they did. I think they kind of donated it all. Oh, nice. So, so I think that was a cool concept of, of, like, that's another idea to do. But I don't know. I know DC has alternate realities. I don't think MCU does, but they don't need to. Right. They, I think they have a full cast of people that they could pass it over to, and I think they have enough writers because all the movies have been great. I haven't found one bad movie outside that bullshit Hulk movie, but I don't count that. <laughs> right. Um, I think, but they, they have good stories and everything. And I think they'll do great with it and, uh, they wouldn't fuck it up. So, nice. um, but again, thoughts and prayers out to, uh, Bozeman's family. It's unfortunate that happened. Honestly, I didn't know that he had colon cancer. Um, but from the way anybody did. Yeah. I think from the way you explained it, he tried to kind of keep it, 
you know, to himself and stuff, which I, I understand, like, as an actor and everything, especially, you know, being, like, a superhero, you don't want to, sh- you know, express the vulnerabilities and stuff like that to young fans, so. Right. You also don't want to miss out on a role that he obviously nailed. Absolutely. 100% agree. Uh, what are you freaking thinking about, Joe? I had an answer to this. Oh, yes. Lovecraft Country on HBO. It's, uh, there are three episodes in. It's, uh, written by Jordan Peele, who used to do the comedy with, uh, it was Jordan Peele and, and Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. And then he's done two horror movies. Um, he's done Get Out and Us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a third one actually was set to come out this year and then COVID happened. But anyway, um, Lovecraft Country on, on HBO is tremendous. And if you, if you like horror, I highly recommend it. If you don't like horror, I don't know that I would recommend it. It's, I will say it's more creepy than horror-y. Yeah. Um, and there are only a couple of moments where I felt anything in terms of like being afraid, but, um, but it's just really good. It's really, really well done. I love all the characters. I love the way that they've worked like history into it and, and culture into it and, and all this stuff. It's re- it's really great. I really recommend it. Lovecraft Country. So awesome. that's what I'm, I'm picking. I don't want to spoil anything just in case anybody watches it. They're only, th- and, and they're only three episodes in. So I really don't know what's coming, but oh, awesome. Yeah. So what about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, it, it's the diet stuff, man. Um, it's, I, and I, I'm probably doing it the worst way, but I'm doing it the way I, I did it before, which worked for me and I'm diving headfirst into it. Um, I'm limiting the calories, sticking to the macros and I'm in, I'm uh, including the uh, 16 hour fasting into it. Wow. So, like yeah, I I'm I'm definitely just full blown jumping right into it, which it it does suck from time to time because it's one of the things where, you know, like it's just too overwhelming and you just give into it, but um I know what I weigh and I know what I weigh I'm not happy with. We'll talk more about it on the vlog and stuff like that. And it's also coming to the realization that as I get older, losing weight and getting healthy is going to be harder to do. So, um, I just, I'm, 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 I'm tired of the way I'm living my life because I know it's not good. Obviously COVID doesn't help. Obviously being out of job doesn't help. I'm sitting around a lot more than I should. So, um, I'm excited to go on to this keto journey again. I'm hoping and praying that it works just as well as it did last time. And luckily I have you. So now if I hit a pitfall that I think I can't get out of, I got you to, uh, reach out to, to help me kind of, uh, build myself back up. Absolutely. Happy so, part of it. Yeah. So, and also, you know, obviously this freaky show, I'm super excited for that. Um, lots of, lots of stuff we're doing here, uh, as part of this freaking show, the podcast, but also, uh, as part of Freaknet Studios. So, uh, also guys, I just give you a quick uh, reminder. As I mentioned, the logo of this freaky show that you've seen, um, on our, uh, social media and stuff, that is going to be available in our, uh, merchandise store at the end of the month. Uh, so make sure you check out our store at tpublic, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-A-C dot com. Search TFS. Now bring up all our merchandise and everything, all of our logos and, uh, Cartoon Joe shirts and Travesty shirts. Everything's gonna be there at the store for you. You can buy it on, on clothing, on, uh, phone cases, laptop cases, pillows, tapestries, wall art, uh, magnets, pins, uh, posters, uh, so many different things. Check it out. Buy some merchandise. It helps out the podcast. And check out at the end of the month here when we release the This Freaky Show uh, merchandise. Everything available except for clothing. We're not going to do clothing this year. But you will be able to get, you know, uh, everything else, stickers and magnets and pins and so on and so forth. So check that out again. T-Public, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-A-C.com. Search TFS. <clears throat> hey, Joe. Yes. Every week our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour a week of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live.
Excellent. Guys, 200th episode is just around the corner. Make sure you get your questions into us. Ask us anything. Uh, be part of the podcast and help us out and just have some fun. Ask us uh, some opinion questions about love, life, or just anything in general, really, uh, within reason. Uh, yep. We got our five years coming up in November. Uh, again, we're hoping to get Awkward Colin here to do that and try to figure out what we want to do to celebrate half a decade of doing this freaking show. You can catch our show every single week on iTunes, Google Pod. Spotify and Podbean just by searching this freaking show, as well as on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching this freaking show. This freaking show is part of Freaknet Studios, along with Just Freaking Wrestling and Doug Gray Area. Special thanks to Ball Wash and Auto for being sponsors of the show. That's all I got, guys. As always, I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.